10 through 18. Because what we're going to do is a review on everything that was said this morning. Amen. And I mean a review on everything that was said already this morning again. Amen. So I'm going to ask if you would stand with me as we read 2 Peter 3, 10 through 18. Amen. And it says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought ye be? Are ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall dissolve and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. It says, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Amen. Wherefore, beloved, Seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot or blameless. And the account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, has written unto you. As also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable write, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. I think I'm reading something else, saints, amen, but I want you to continue on with 17 and 18 because I think I'm reading out of a new, uh, the New Living Translation. But it says this. In 17, it says, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. Now, 18 says this. It says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Now, I just want to say this, saints, our message today is this. And if you heard what pastor said on Thursday, don't take it lightly. Amen. Don't take it lightly. As you've heard some of the things the pastor had said and Sister Rosalind had said on this morning, you may be seated. Amen. Because as pastor was saying with the marathon runner is this. You don't just wake up one day and you just want to be a marathon runner amen because the in between of what you're going through it's going to be some things happening amen nothing's going to be easy for any of us amen but i want to focus on 13 and 14 because it says nevertheless we according to his promise look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness and 14 says Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent. Be diligent that ye may be found of him 
in peace without spot and blameless. Amen. Now, as God's people, we have to make every effort to serve Christ with a life of holiness, being devoted and worshiping him. Amen. We have to. Amen. Now, spotless and blameless to be at peace in him. This means that as Christians, we have to have peace with God as a result of being justified by faith. He calls us to live a holy life. Amen. He calls us to live a holy life. Amen. But we need to take heed. We need to take heed, meaning we need to pay attention. Amen. Pay attention to all the things that are going on around us. We need to take heed of our salvation to be secure, but we still are accountable for the actions that we make in our life. Amen. We are accountable for those things. Amen. Now, Jesus describes something that God is looking for in us. Amen. And see, the thing is, saints, it is here. It is in us. Amen. Worship. Amen. Now, God is not looking for performers, pretenders, or idolaters, amen? He's not looking for any of that. But I tell you this, there's a lot of it going on right now, amen? It's a lot of it going on, and it's a lot of it drawing God's people onto that, amen? The Father is seeking true worshipers, amen? This is the day that God is seeking true worshipers, amen? Now, in John 4, 23 and 24, it says this. It says, but the hour cometh, listen to this, but the hour cometh, and now is, amen? So it was coming, but now is, amen? When the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him, amen? And 24 says, it says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him, in spirit and in truth, amen? In spirit and in truth. Now, worship is an enduring response of mankind towards God. There is nothing else on this world or in this earth that we should be worshiping, amen? There is nothing else that we should be lifting our hands to and falling on our knees to, amen? Nothing, amen? Worship happens when the spirit, the truest part of us, amen, the truest part of us, it involves expressing our love and thanks to God by magnifying him and exalting him. No one or anything else deserves that, amen? Nothing else deserves that but Father God, amen? God loves us. That's why he saved us, amen? Even when we succumb to our fleshly desires, God still loves us and has mercy upon us, amen? So the things that we do and the things that we say, we have to ask God for forgiveness for those things, amen? The things that we see, we got to ask God for forgiveness for those things, amen? Father God is so different from us, amen, meaning man, amen? Because Romans 5 and 8 tells us this. It says, but God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So all those things we were doing back then, Christ died for each and every one of us, amen? He has given us another opportunity, another chance, amen? Even when we grieve his, his heart, he still loves us, amen? 
it's kind of like a child and a parent, even though sometimes our children get on all of our nerves, amen? Sometimes when our children do things that we just don't understand, for the moment, there's anger. But there's everlasting love that we have for our children, amen? That is a love that we will never let go of, amen? We look past the things that our children do, and Father God does the same thing. He forgives us for the things that we do, amen? Even after we mess up and ask forgiveness, he's still faithful and just to forgive us and give us another chance, amen? Now, can you imagine if you did something wrong, that you were just cut off, that's it, you're done, no more, don't want to see you again, but that's not how we have, or that's not the father that we have, amen? He gives us a second chance, and he allows us to make those mistakes, but we have to ask for forgiveness, amen? Why? Why don't we focus on the things that we know of God, amen? Why? We focus on the wrong things sometimes, saints. We do. Focus on him is this. We focus on the supreme being, the creator, the ruler of all, that is, the self-existing one, one who is perfect in power, goodness, and wisdom, amen? That's what we need to focus on. But see, so many people are focused on other things because they're not trying to learn who God is, amen? Don't try to figure out why he does what he does, amen? Sometimes we do that. We try to figure out why does God do the things that he do, and it's not for us to know at that time. It's not for us to know. Sometimes we get focused on the wrong things and miss out on the lesson in front of us, amen? We recognize some of these things in our life experience, but when we try to define or explain the essential nature of how they actually work, we find ourselves even more perplexed, amen? Because we're focused on the wrong thing, amen? Some of the things that Father God presents us with is simple. It's just as he presents it, amen? But we want to look, why, God? Why, why, why am I looking at it this way? Amen? The world doesn't mind our, of, of us knowing who God is. Amen? Or let me say it this way. The world doesn't mind of us knowing of God. Amen? You can know of God. You know there's a God. He created this and that. That's all you need to know. But what the world doesn't want us to know is who God is. Amen? You can know of God, but I don't want you to look too far in it because the more that you look into who he is, the more you're going to draw near him. The closer you're going to get to him. But that's not what the world wants us to know, amen. You can know of him, but you don't get to know him, amen. This is the mentality of the world that we live in today, amen. I don't have a problem with you knowing God or knowing of God. I just don't want you to know him because I know the closer you get to him, the more things in your life are going to change, amen? The more you're going to become more like him, amen? The more you're going to try to live a right life, the more you're going to put away all the simple things out here, amen? Many think they know but are very deceived, amen? And turn with me to Acts uh, 17, 22, and 23 because many people seem to think that they know God, amen. Many people seem to think that they truly know God, amen. 
In Acts 17 and 22 and 23, it says this. This is what Paul said. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. But as I pass by and behold your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. That's how it is in the world that we live in right now. Amen. God is unknown to so many people because they've heard just enough to know that there is a God, but they don't know of God. Amen. To the unknown God whom therefore we ignorantly worship him declaring unto you. They don't know him, but didn't know him. Amen. They don't know him and they didn't know him. Amen. Now, Many know of the scriptures, but don't know the scriptures. Amen. Many people will, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But they don't know why. Amen. Man has a sight to see, but God gives a vision to reveal that. Amen. See, we can only see so far, but God has given us a vision to where we can see beyond things. Amen. We can see beyond those things, amen. Many twists the word of God to fit the world of man, amen. Listen, many twists the word of God to fit the world of man, amen. Many people will take God's word and twist it to fit and to justify the things that they're doing in their lives, amen. That's going on right now. Amen. Because we see some things that are going on right now, and we know that those things are not right. But man will take God's word, twist it around to make it sound that it's justifiable for us to do what we're doing. That's what this word says. Amen. See, many know the outside, but don't want to get in to know the inside. Amen. I know of Michael Jordan, but I don't know Michael Jordan. Amen. I don't know who he is. I know who he is on the basketball court. But when you get in and see some of these people and find out what they truly stand for, it's not what you want. Amen. I know of Jesus, but don't know Jesus is what you hear, hear many people saying. Amen. You hear many people saying that. I know who Jesus is, but I don't know anything about Jesus. The reason people don't want to know about Jesus again is because they want to continue to live the life that they live in. They loving it out here in the world. They're loving it out here. Amen. You only know what you heard from somebody who don't know. Amen. You have to be careful of that too, saints. You have to be careful. As pastor said before, you can't eat off everybody's table. Amen. You can go to church, but you cannot eat everything that you hear in the church. Amen. So we have to be careful of those things. God's word is not to fit our lives. Our life is to fit his word. Amen. I'm going to take his word, twist it around, and it fits what I want it to say. But his word is to help us, to change us, to transform us. Amen. We don't shape the word of God. The word of God is to shape us. Amen. That's how it's supposed to be. God's word transform us by changing the way that we think. It is our renewing of the mind that causes us to do the things that God is calling us to do. Amen. God's word is supposed to transform 
everything within us. Amen. As we allow the spirit to teach us God's word, it happens as we reflect on his word. Amen. If you ain't getting in God's word, how are you going to know who he is? Amen. Because if you dependent on man, then you dependent on the wrong thing. Amen. See, many people want to, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Many people want to hear God's word in church, but outside of here, that's the only time they get it is when they come in. Amen? That's the only time that a lot of people get God's word is when they come into the church. Amen? But in order for us to build a relationship with him, the same way we build a relationship with our wives, husbands, our children, is to spend time to indulge in that. Amen? God has given us something, and it's freely given. Amen? And nothing at this time right now can stop God's word. Even though man is trying all it can to stop us from hearing what God has to say. Amen? The world will never understand the word of God because the flesh of man can't understand the spirit of God. Amen? But the natural man will always try to find a way to take God's word, amen, and do what it wants to do, amen. In 1 Corinthians 2.14, it says this. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned, amen. So if a natural man is telling you about the spiritual things of God, you really need to understand that what you listen to is not godly, amen? And you really have to be careful. How are you careful knowing what you're hearing is right or what's wrong, amen? How are you understanding that? Because the thing is this. When you sit before God, he's going to tell you the truth. That's all he can tell you, amen? But when you hear something out there, and it doesn't sound right to you, when your spirit is like, that's not right, what do you do? Do you sit there and just continue to take it in and listen? Because the thing is, if you are not spiritually strong in God's word, what do you think is eventually going to happen? You're going to start to question. You're going to start to turn. And you're going to start receiving the things that you hear outside. Amen? That's why we got to have him on the inside. Amen? Helping us to receive an understanding and being knowledgeable in his word. Amen. Many will distort or twist God's word to misrepresent it in what it is not. Amen. You know how many people have done that? And you have to question what it is that those people are saying. Amen. Many people have taken God's word and distorted it and twisted it up. It sounds good. But when you look it up, it's not right. Amen. My bishop told me years ago, years ago, he told me this. He said, if I say anything up here that does not sound right, look it up in the word. Amen. Pastor said the same thing. If I say anything that does not sound right to you, look it up in God's word. Amen. But see, many people take the word at face value. I, I, I trust them. I ain't going to look it up. I trust them. I'm just going to go ahead. But see, all it takes is for that little crack to get in there. That's all it takes is for that. And then you're going to start questioning and doubting 
what the word really is. Amen. And as Pastor and Sister Rosalind said, many people have gone off. Many people have gone astray. Many people have walked away. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you this, a lot of people don't want to hear the truth. Amen. The truth will cause people to rethink their entire life. Amen. And the things that they're doing in their life. Amen. If you hear truth all the time, knowing that the life that you live in is wretched, what do you think is going to happen? You ain't going to see them people no more. Either you're not going to see those people no more or they're going to start to change because they know the truth because you're giving it to them. Amen. When man doesn't have the truth, the true understanding of God's word, there is misinterpretation. Amen. There is misinterpretation. Some people don't want to ask the question because if they think they know the answer, they don't want to ask the question. Hey, bro, I'm going over this, and I need you to just explain this to me. But some people are so prideful, they don't want you to tell them. Amen? I'll figure it out. I know. I don't need your help. This is the world that we live in now. Amen? I will figure it out for myself. I don't need your help. Amen? Now, those people are called false teachers, amen, false shepherd, and they lead people astray and seal their own destruction, amen. We live in a world now where people will lead other people knowing that where they're leading them is the wrong place, amen. We live in a world now where people will stand in the pulpit, and tell lies to people. And when people don't get into the word, what do you think is going to happen? That's happening right now, saints. That's happening right now. When you go to a church and they tell you don't bring a Bible, we got one. That's the first sign. That's the first sign. I had a friend that told me that. He said, we go to church. They tell us we don't have to bring our Bibles. They got Bibles there. So if you don't have a Bible at home, then what are you reading? But the stuff that you're being fed when you come to that church, amen? If you go to a church and there's a new edition every year, come on, come on. And see, this is the thing. It's, 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 it's knowing God's word and having it in here and knowing something's not right about this. Have you ever heard something and you just know something is just not right about that? It just doesn't sound right. It's too good to be true. But his word is. It sounds too good to be true. But everything is not easy in his word. He already told you. These light afflictions that we face each and every day, the things that we go through, as Pastor said, a marathon runner. It's some struggles, some fights, and it's some things that you got to go through. God never said that our walk would be, would be easy. Amen? He never, this is going to be an easy walk. This is going to be a piece of cake. This a piece, give your life to me. It's going to be a piece of cake. Because if that was the case, all this would be filled up. I'm going to bless you. Just come in and sit down and listen to what I got to say. All this will be filled up. But see, the, the, the thing is this, <laughs> many don't want to hear the truth. That's why I want to continue to live the life and the lie that I live, amen, because I'm happy in it, amen. 
Some people are happy in the lie that they live in. Some people are happy in the life that they live. And some people know it, and it doesn't even bother them. Amen? This is why it is important for us, saints. It's important for us to remain diligent in the word of God. To persevere in hearing the truth, knowing the truth, and living the truth. Amen? That's why it's meant for us, saints. Jesus showed us by his word and his example when something happens which we do not understand, seek answers in prayer. Many people don't seek answers in prayer. You know where they seek answers at? Facebook, Instagram, what's the other one? TikTok, Twitter. And come on, come on, some of that stuff, come on. All of that stuff. Amen? Where do you seek, where do you truly seek your answer from? Is it from above or is it from this out here? Amen? God showed us by his word and his example when something happens which we do not understand, seek answers in prayer. Ask God what we are to learn. This is how we can be better, as we can better grow in grace and the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? Who wants to grow in grace? I want to grow in grace. Each and every day, I want to, you know what, saints, I want to, I want to tell y'all this. I have an addiction, and every day is something I have to have, and I have to have it every day. I have an addiction, something that I have to have, and it's something that I can't go without, and it's something that I think about every day, and it's something that I cannot go the day without. It's his word. It's his word. I can say there is not a day that I do not have a thought, something in my heart, or I see God's word where I have to have it, amen? I have to have it. See, an addiction is something outside of here. People got to have something that we know ain't right for their body or their mind, amen? But the things in here, when, when I say addiction, I'm talking about addiction for the mind and the heart, amen? And I'm talking about truth, Growing in God's grace and his peace and his mercy. Amen. Our faith and steadfastness will be far more impacted by us and those around us. Don't you know the more of God that you get in, the more that you can touch people outside of this place and the more that you can touch family members and the more that you come in contact with people. It's amazing how I told my wife this. I said, I can talk to you. And our conversation may start in football, but I tell you this, it's going to end in Jesus. It's going to come up somewhere. It's going to come up somewhere. Believe that. It's going to come up somewhere. Because the thing is this, with God's word, you can open the door. We're talking about Michigan football, and you got people excited and tension and this and that. And then the next thing you know, you got people on their knees throwing their hand up, talking about, thank you, Jesus, because we all praying together. Amen. But like I said, it's going to start here. As Pastor said, it's going to start here. And in between, we're going to be talking about this, but it's going to end in Jesus. Amen. I'm going to get it in somehow, some way. I'm going to slide it in there. May prick you. Well, bro, what do you mean? What do you mean by Jesus? I done told y'all the stories. People seeing me at work, read my Bible. I leave work. I come back. Somebody's reading my Bible. 
when people see you doing something faithfully, consistently, continuously, what do you think they're going to do? Some are going to walk up to you and ask, what must I do? What must I do? And again, I'm not boasting for myself, but I'm boasting for Christ because the thing is this. Two of them became ministers in churches, amen? And that was a blessing to me because I'm like, I didn't know this. I was just doing what I normally do. And I saw or heard that people were looking at my Bible at work. Because the thing, I'm not leaving my Bible out there for you to read it. But if you want to, I have no problem if you want to read it, amen? But if you see me sitting down doing lunch and reading God's word, and then you want to start reading God's word, and the next thing I know, there's a transformation in your life and a conversion, go ahead and keep reading. Amen? We, saints, we are to be firm in our faith and not allowing our desires or others to distract us from Christ Jesus. Amen? Nothing in this world should distract us from the love of God. Amen? And saints, many are distracted by the wrong things. Amen? When a story is told in the Bible and you looking at the wrong thing of that story, there's a problem. Amen? Let me ask you guys this question. What did Jesus write on the ground? When Jesus knelt down, what did he write on the ground? Do you know that people are still trying to figure that out? That's not what the whole message is about. But people are distracted by that. I want to know what he wrote on the ground. Do you know that there's people writing books on that, trying to figure out what Jesus wrote? Well, what do you think he would have wrote at that time? We don't know. But it's a distraction to get you off of the whole point of that story. Amen? What fruit was it that Adam and Eve ate? What was it? People are writing books. People are going back through history trying to figure out what fruit it was. That is not the point. That's not the point. But people are distracted. People are distracted. What do you think? I distracted them. They, they done missed the whole thing. Now I got them focused on, is it an apple? Is it a peach? Is it a plum? Huh? What is it? But he has them distracted. And this is what the enemy is trying to do today, saints. Distract you. Don't you what do they call it? The old okey-doke? He's trying to pull all that on us. Amen? He's trying to pull that on us. And the thing is this, saints, again, as the Bible says and as past was saying, many have gone off. Why? Because they were distracted by something else. Amen? Distraction. Amen? We are to seek the truth, and we do this by going to God's word. We are called to pursue knowledge so we can learn and know more about God. Amen? Not about the things, apples, what he wrote, and things like that. Living for his glory and helping one another, amen? Jesus didn't come to help 
himself, he came to help us. Amen? Imagine this. When they say the king of glory was coming, how do you think he was dressed? Now, imagine if he came in a three-piece suit. That's him. That's him. But when Jesus came on, what he came in, that's not him. That's not him. When David was chosen, what do you think? He, he was looking at, oh, the big strong one, that's him, that's him. Distraction will cause you to look and do things that God has not called you to do, and I'm not looking for that, amen? We were in a place where we could not help ourselves, but Jesus came to show us. He came to show us, amen? Be not distracted, saints. Growing in God is an ongoing experience that should never stop, amen? Never stop. I got my word in for today. I'm done for the week. That should never stop. Amen. Hearing is not enough. Amen. We have to obey it. Amen. We have to obey what God is saying unto each and every one of us. Amen. Now, I want to close with this. Turn with me to uh, James 1, 22 through 23. Because hearing is not enough. We have to obey what God is speaking unto us. Amen. John 1, 22 through 25. Amen. It says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Amen. Deceiving yourself. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural image in a glass. Amen. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he being not a forgetter, a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds, amen. So it's not just hearing God's word, saints. Because we can hear everything all day long. You can sit and hear, amen. But there's something after that, saints. God has done his part. He has spoken to you. Now it's time for us to do our part. And we have to be a doer of the word, amen. Don't just listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. The original language gives that we must keep on becoming doers of God's word. Genuine faith calls for obedience that endures. Amen. Genuine faith. Amen. Be ye not just hearers of the word, but be doers of what God is telling us, saints. Everybody has to take part in what God is telling us what to do. Amen. <laughs> When he told, when, when Jesus came, he heard the Father. Now, he could have just sat in his throne and said, I hear what you're saying. But if he hadn't did, we wouldn't be. Amen? There is always, some, there is always something to do. Amen? 
you know, <laughs> they talk about a honeydew list, and they talk about women will say this. Some women will say this. That if they see their husband sitting around, I got something for you to do. They say women don't like seeing men sitting around. I can, I, I can tell you somebody right now, that brother that had you crying the other day, about a honey-do list. Amen? I was trying to help that brother when he told me about his honey-do list. Sister Regina will talk later. But anyway, I was trying... I was trying to help that brother. I was really trying to help him, Pastor. And I told him, I told him, here's some things you can do. It don't work, but you can try it anyway. I told him, she can get a honey-do list. Just tell her, hey, man, I got a headache. I don't feel it. But he said that stuff did not work at all. It didn't work. But listen, it wasn't good advice. That's why I told him not to tell her. No, I shouldn't have said nothing. But anyway. (laughs) Father God has given each and every one of us a task. Amen. He didn't give it to us. Say, here's your task. Go do something. He has given each and every one of us a task. But saints, we have to do it. We have to do it. Everything that God sends out, there's a purpose. Amen. Everything. The Bible says he does not send out anything that comes back to him void. Amen. So if he sent you out, guess what? You have something to do. Amen? Don't just be hearers, but be doers of God's word. Amen? With that said, I'm going to turn it back over to the hands of our beloved pastor. Amen?